our weekly perceptions. Now then, welcome to another podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon here from Perception Studios. We are the award-winning visual marketing agency, as you all know, because uh, I tell you that at the start of every single podcast. But I'm going to try something new today. Um, what I thought I would do is start talking to other business owners and find out what they do within their businesses and how it can work and uh, coincide with social media. So today, I'm chatting to my very good friend, Charlie Keenan from The Funnel Mechanics. Hello, Charlie. Hello, Simon. What a pleasure to be here. Grand stuff. How are you today? Um, hot, because I think it's one of those hot days. <laughs> it is absolutely scorching at the moment, which is great, but I'm sat inside. But anyway, not to worry. So, <laughs> um, the funnel mechanics, that's your business. Um, it is. Do you want to tell us just a little bit more about that first? Yeah, like anything in any um, business or over any period of time, the, the name that you give to something changes or new buzzwords came out. So about three or four years ago, sales funnels became very hype, um, high level within the um, marketing business. And I was really interested in marketing and sales and I got into automated sales funnels. And it was just something that I thought would best describe rather than saying the marketing agency from blah, 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 <laughs> just something about what I did and try and put it into the title to try and encapsulize the sort of things that I do and I help businesses with. Yeah. So it's so that's where the, the name came from. But basically, it is about accelerating lead generation for any business, turning any traffic into paying customers, starting at the very low end of you know a free gift, all the way up to high end, you know thousands of pounds worth of products if you if you have that in your arsenal of um, products or services. Okay, so so you mentioned sales funnels uh, and yeah. did, can you explain that just a little bit more then a sales funnel is effectively a process now if you get this two if you go online and put sales funnels in you'll see diagrams that talk about awareness engagement and all sorts of various words that just mean nothing to many people but if <laughs> i was to say it's about taking one person catching their attention getting them to take action such that they start to talk and engage with you. So for instance, if you had on your website a bait item, so for instance, it could be a free report, very popular has been were our eBooks, but we recommend different things these days. Yeah. You would sign up for that. You've then got them into your funnel. So that's the awareness stage, okay? Mm-hmm. What, sales funnels should then do is take you through a process that tries to get you to take more action. So it may be an action to, would you like to see this free course we've got? Or would you like a free course that would help you with the related free magnet that you've given before? Right. Or would you like to talk to us about um, a consultation to talk about how you can get Facebook Live working for you as a lead generating tool? So it's, it's that. And then you might try and sell them something else and try and get them to move on within your funnel up in value, up in cost, so that you're making money from that initial um, product that you've taken time, effort, slaved over to create for potential leads and customers. So it essentially sounds like something pretty much everybody should be doing, really. Well, if you don't do it, to be blunt, you're going to not have any customers coming into your business because lead generation is the lifeline that any business needs in order that they can then generate traffic and um, generate customers. Yeah. So whatever you can do in 
and there's different channels. So uh, I special specialize online, but there's nothing to say if you went networking, you shouldn't have a sales funnel designed for networking. You, you ask them to do something, take action, get them into your funnels and start talking to them, start engaging and start um, making them become aware of you, what problems you can solve and how you can help them go to a next level or overcome any of the issues that they're they're having. It's interesting you mentioned networking then because um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you about or you to just discuss a little bit more was you wrote a blog recently about actually going into not necessarily networking but going to conventions where you are going to network um, yeah. and going to them with your head screwed on a little bit more so for want of a better way of putting it. Um, yeah. Do you want to discuss that a little bit? Yeah I can do. One of the things I notice a lot of people do when they go to conferences they just go out for a day out. Yeah just but a nice cup of coffee. Are, a nice cup of coffee, a <laughs> bit of lunch, a day away from the office, right? What a waste of a day. You've just lost the opportunity to potentially generate leads and traffic into your into your business. So I, I teach different ways that you can generate traffic and therefore generate leads. So conferences is a great source of traffic. It's unusual. It's different. Um, not many people talk about it, but it's a way if you do go to them, think about them as a lead opportunity. You may be exhibiting, which is slightly different. This is where you go as a, a delegate, where you're going to actually look at either um, seminars that are being done or products being displayed. You should always have a course of action that ma makes you into a platinum club member, as I call them, or I'm just what's in it for me. Um, I'm out on a day out type yeah. thing. And, and to me, that's just a waste of time and effort and your energy. You might as well stay in the office and generate leads by a different method. So whatever you do, you should be selling or generating leads, everything that you do. And conferences, one of the best ways to do it is to actually look at who's going. And there are several ways that you can do it. And social media is one of the best ways to do it. Because if people are buzzing about it, go and search for them. You'll see who the kind of delegate's going to be there. And then you can validate whether it is a good conference to go to or it's a good exhibition to go to. With yeah. that in mind, you then want an action plan. Who do you want to meet? Who do you want to connect with? What do you want to connect with? What are you going to get them to do? What action are you going to get them to do to become into your sales funnel? And that's what the Platinum Club members who go to conferences do regularly. Yeah, I like that. And, and it kind of brings in a couple of things that I go on about quite a lot, which is number one, social media is for being social. So once you've searched those people out and you've seen if they've been before, you could always go and chat to them as well on social media and ask them, was it a good conference? Are you going again? Is it worth going along to? Especially if there's somebody who you may be interested in chatting to yourself. Exactly. So there's just huge amounts of opportunities to say, I'm going to this conference. You went last year. Could you tell me more about it? I'm looking to do X. Y. Is it worth going for that? And people love to give their experience about how it worked for them or one of the pitfalls, uh, avoid this, do this, do, you know, this is how you can make the most of it. Yeah. It, and social media in that context is if it's a good conference, they'll always have a group there. And, and it, if they don't have a group, have a look online to see who the clients that are exhibiting. Go and look at their Facebook pages. Go and look at their LinkedIn pages and see if they're buzzing about it. We're going to be there. Then look at their clients because you know that then they're putting that out with their clients to say, we're going, please come and join us. So yeah. if those clients of those businesses are who you want to talk to, get, excuse the French, get your ass down there, so to speak. <laughs> 
your French start, is excused. And, and start communicating with them and start connecting and start engaging. Yeah, and, and so obviously you can do work with funnels and, and do that kind of thing online and offline. Obviously a lot of the stuff that I do is online. So how does social media work with what you do as a process? So it works with any process, really, even offline and online. Effectively, you want them to take action. Okay, so where you're in the process of asking them to take either micro step actions, you need to drive them somewhere, right? You need somewhere for them to land, so to speak. So you need to send them somewhere. So send them to a very bespoke action taking page online. Mm -hmm. Okay, and on there, whether it's to give you a phone call or not, you can tell them, this is my um, strategy call page. This is my get my free download how to do Facebook Live tips, hints. Yeah. Yeah. What you're trying to do is capture information about them at the first rung of the engagement stage. You're trying to get their email because an email is just worth gold and obviously follow all of GDPR compliance requirements. <laughs> get permission to hold it and the information you're going to store for them. Let them know what you're going to do. That's very good practice because um, and, and I know people hate GDPR but I think it was the best thing that happened because what it means is you and I want to talk you're happy for me to talk to you you're you want me to talk to you you've given me permission to do that the number of people I know who take my business card and put me into their email list without me asking to do it drives me mad yeah. so this is good practice for you you're giving the agreement once you've got them in there see if you can get them to take another action in you know the next page well thank you for signing up you've the downloads on its way would you like to do this now yeah okay and there are hordes of examples where you can get people to try and take little actions little funnel steps as we call them up your ladder and see if they will engage up to it become a much more engaged lead within your business do you, th do you think there's good ways and bad ways of drawing people into that funnel as well obviously you see a lot of people uh, on Facebook and on YouTube and, and other um, social media platforms, drawing people in with video, but there are always these self-help guys. There's a, there's a, there's a chap who, um, who does it all the time and he, but he changes his video on a weekly basis. Do you think video is definitely the way to go about doing that or do you think maybe there's better ways of drawing people into your funnel than just video? There's, there's, there's lots of ways, effectively. So again, it depends on the objective of your campaign and the type of audience you've got. Okay, so if you've got somebody who's got hours to spend researching, you might offer all stages. But if somebody's only got a few minutes, you need to capture the intention. Video is so much more vibrant, faster, quicker. You can get the message over. You can get personality across better than words because words will appeal to some people. But mostly videos appeal more to people because they're visual and yeah. you can and you can digest your brain can handle brain. Um, images much faster than it can words. I mean, it's something like 60,000 times faster than you interpreting a word. So visual side of it, it also brings across the personality of the individual. Mm -hmm. you, get, you get the trust in straight away. You get the engagement straight away. Even if you don't put yourself in front of it, if you're talking on it or you're giving them information, it, I think videos work hands down more than, say, text would do. And but do that doesn't mean to say you don't have to have text underneath it because yeah. some people do like to read text as well. Absolutely. Again, again, what I go on about removing that friction. Um, do, you, do you think 
it then has to be perfect content. Do you, do you no. think that's what only what people will buy into or do, will they buy into something that's, I mean, it's, it's been proven on Facebook that imperfect actually performs better than perfect. So do you think that's, um, I'm not necessarily saying people pick up a phone and record themselves and absolutely screw it up, but it doesn't have to be the most perfect piece of content. No, it doesn't have to be. It needs to be valuable, okay? But you don't want to give um, an expression I heard um, from a, a good friend of mine called um, value vomit, where it's just, you know, regurgitating rubbish, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, got to, it's got to be useful for the individual. You know, hints and tips that they can actually actionable, take action with from what you've given them. So... The fact that you put ums and ers and sos and nows and lots of that in there, over time you will become much more proficient. You learn to slow down. You learn to think about what you're going to say, and it, it will happen. So the more that you practice, the better it comes. Now, people like to see genuine people um, talking on videos so that they can say, they can relate to them. They can see, they engage with them in 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 a way that you can't get necessarily from the words and it doesn't have to be perfect no if it if we were all perfect i think we'd be snoring in our sleep so the, to speak. yeah the world would be a very boring place i agree absolutely um, and the great thing like you say then is as well as, as long as i've understood it correctly is that once you've got them engaged in that first piece of content and they've maybe clicked through to your website and filled in some details that's when you can start talking to them, building an emotional and uh, a great relationship and start getting them further down that funnel and further into your, into your buying process? A bit of both, actually. I, I don't, you could, to be honest, if even if you did a video for a, a lead magnet, it gives that much more personality. You're telling them why you think it's such, some of the best marketers do for their lead magnets do videos on it. Fab. They, they just literally say that. So, for instance, if I was doing a cheat sheet on, um, say, the a client customer, I've just created one, by the way, and <laughs> customer avatar, I would go in and explain why do you need it, why it's different. This is free. Take it. Go use it. Go build your client avatar. You know that would be that shows you that you're you want to talk to them about it. It gives them your personality. It gives them your branding your ethos on giving away content for them to go away and start to build their own business with with whatever tools that you offer as a business so fitness it might be you know five steps to changing your mindset over exercise or yeah. something like that so it it doesn't have to be necessarily the whole shooting caboodle some people just not need little tidbits just that little bit of motivation or a little bit of help to start that first engagement yeah three simple tips so three simple exercises you could do at your desk yeah. kind of thing yeah wonderful yeah. awesome charlie you have definitely cleared it up i reckon um because it is a bit of it's, it's quite a muddy watered subject it, you, you hear the word bounded around quite a lot but it it's nice to have it cleared up a little bit i think cool well thank you very much for chatting to us charlie okay and have a, a wonderful rest of your day. Enjoy the heat. This podcast has been a Perception Studios UK production.